Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 144. Uh, very excited to be able to do this episode with you guys and to be able to talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, this is my, I think, sixth or seventh time trying to record this episode. And uh, there's just so much inside of me, guys, right now that I want to get out to you that it's just, uh, and I'm just going to have to believe by faith that this is going to be the time. I'm going to get it out, what's going on inside of me, and it's going to come through clear and not somber, not you know, not all chasing rabbits and chasing things, but actually focused. Okay. So it's obviously I'm going to walk tonight. Uh, I'm not in my car. So obviously I'm not going to sit here and walk my whole, this whole entire time and talk to you guys. So I'm going to talk about the kingdom because I, I'm all about the kingdom here. I'm always going to be about the kingdom. I've got this revelation about the kingdom. So guess what? We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to talk about winning in life. We're going to talk about actually succeeding. We're going to talk about you know, how to get your needs met, how to actually become, you know, have more than enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just fired up right now. So let's talk about the kingdom, okay? Mm, man, that, that fall air smells so good right now. Anyway, here we go. So a lot of us, a lot of us have no idea how the kingdom operates. A lot of us, you know, I didn't know, and I've been a Christian for you know, coming up, actually going on 30 years plus. Okay. And it took me, you know, six or seven years just to even really, you know, believe and understand and operate in the kingdom. And I, I was sitting across the table from this couple today, fantastic couple there. They love the Lord. They, they serve and they, you know, they got a successful business and, you know, just different things. And, you know, the wife looks over, looks across at me and says, you know, I mean, I guess I just never, you know, we just really never totally knew about this type of, you know, about the kingdom and about, you know, sowing and reaping. And, you know, we just never really realized that. And here I want to come to you guys and talk to you about it. Okay. I'm not going to go into the conversation I have with them. They're a blessed couple. They're on the track. They're good to go. But I want to talk about the kingdom, kingdom process. I want to talk about the granddaddy, um, the granddaddy uh, law of the kingdom. Okay? And I'm going to give it to you in three different examples. One in my own life and two from uh, Scripture. I'll give it more of that, but I only got so much time. So here we go. So Tyler, because I didn't understand this, but because I am now, I'm starting to see in my own life manifestations of sowing and reaping really happen. And if you want to get out of debt, if you want to, you know, get out of poverty, if you want to get, you know, become the head, not the tail, if you want to be able to um, be the lender, not the borrower, if you want to help uh, get your, 
you know, finances in order. Because really, if you, you, you're never going to discover your uh, purpose and identity or your, really your destiny until you fix your money thing. I mean, I, I just know that. Because that's how it is with, that's, that's how it has been with me. I mean, that's a big problem right there. Because what happens, I mean, it's right now 9.05. And guess what? Uh, in the next um, 12 hours, every pretty much, I'd say at least 95% of the people that are in my you know, subdivision here will be at some form of, some form of job. And this majority of them, unfortunately, it's not something they really love. It's not something they really just wake up. They just do it. And gang, I'm telling you, God's got more than that for you. God's got bigger things for you. But let's talk about how the kingdom works, how you get the kingdom involved with your job and with your business and, you know, with things. And I'll give you some examples. So anyway, let's talk about the examples. Jesus. Talk about Jesus. Jesus, Jesus basically came to uh, a couple of men and was teaching. People started thronging him, and he had to, uh, he asked one of the fishermen, call him Peter, Simon Peter, said, hey, Peter, can I use your boat? And Peter and his, you know, crew had been fishing all night. They were tired. They'd been cleaning the nets. And, you know, he said, sure. So he allows Jesus to have his boat to be able to use for a pulpit out on the, out on the water. And Jesus talks to all the, all the men and women and preaches and does his uh, thing. And I'm sure that Simon Peter and the, the men, as they were cleaning their nets, were listening to Jesus. Well, isn't it interesting that Jesus, lo and behold, turned to Simon Peter and said, hey, buddy, why don't you go cast your nets out and bring in a whole big haul? And so Peter's like, um, well, Jesus, we've been fishing all night and kind of on the, some, you know, back in those times, obviously, you only fished at night. <laughs> and we've been toiling all night. And guess what? We ain't cost nothing. Well, lo and behold... Uh, Simon said, but at your word, Lord, I'll do it. So he took a net, casted it off, and started re- <laughs> pulling in a harvest, okay? So big that he, he couldn't, catch, uh, couldn't catch it all, and he had to call in his other uh, partners, and they had a boat-sinking load of fish, okay? So uh, that story right there, just keep in mind, okay? So what happened? Jesus... Jesus basically, or Simon, let's, let's use Simon. Simon was a businessman at that time. And Simon just had the greatest, you know, haul of fish that he'd ever seen in his whole entire life. This is business. So what happened? Well, Simon decided to, Jesus didn't tell him this, or Simon didn't know it, but Simon actually got involved with the kingdom and didn't realize it. All of a sudden, Simon sows his boat into Jesus' ministry. And as he sows his boat into Jesus' ministry, after Jesus gets done with it, Simon receives a word from the Lord, all right, a direction on where the harvest was at for him to gather up his harvest, toil-free, no strife, no <laughs> stress-free, toil-free, all that. <laughs> and even his partners, Simon Peter's partners, 
got in on uh, the hall as well. Now, isn't this awesome? All right? So I'm just going to lay that found work, foundation work right there. Then all of a sudden, here we go. Let's, let's go to another story. There's 5,000 men and women. There's a need. They're hungry. Jesus says, feed them. The disciples say, man, that's going to take eight months worth of wages. How can we do that? It's going to take a whole lot of time to do that. Jesus says, man, we're not getting off assignment. We're going to stay on assignment. So guess what he says? What do you got? One of the disciples brings a little boy. The little boy gives his five, lo- or five loaves and two fish. Two fish piece de- uh, fish and chips. <laughs> Sows it into Jesus. Jesus blesses it. Gives instructions for the people to sit down in groups of 1,500. Sows it into Jesus. Jesus gives an instruction. And then all of a sudden the disciples, through their own hands, hands out to about, you know, 5,000 men, which there's probably more than that because of women and children, pass it out of that bread and gives it into into those hands. And guess what? Everybody was satisfied. Nobody was lacking anything. And then Jesus turns around and says, guess what, guys? Go and pick up all the fragments. And they collected up 12 basketfuls. So not only was it they were satisfied, but you know what? They were also... They were also, watch this now, they also had more than enough. All right? More than enough. Just like, just like Peter did. Peter had more than enough fish because his partners got involved. He had more than enough left over. This is kingdom, guys. I'm telling you. That's how it works. So, I hope you're picking up on the thing. Is that, you know... The little boy decided to sow his, sow his uh, five loaves, five, sow his meal into Jesus' ministry. And as he did that, it came into the kingdom's jurisdiction. And as he did that, all of a sudden the supernatural abundance took place. And boom, you get five, ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 people get fed that afternoon. It didn't take eight months to uh, go and make enough money to be able to make that happen. Jesus went out and made it happen. Well, not Jesus, but actually, you know, the, the kingdom, the disciples. Jesus just utilizing the principle of it all. Isn't it awesome? So here we go. So Tyler, <clears throat> many, many years ago, I think maybe right around, ooh, yeah, 2000, 2005. 2005, I'd been learning about the kingdom, which I didn't really totally at the time, be honest, I didn't really realize and understand what I was learning about, but I was learning. And <laughs> I was learning about sowing and reaping. And I read a book by Jerry Savelle. You've heard me talk about it on this podcast maybe before. But the book was called the God of Breakthrough will break, visit your house. And Jerry Savell introduced this whole concept to me that if you have a need, you sow a seed. And if you have a big need, you sow a significant seed. And guess what? God will start bringing in a harvest to you. You get involved, you get the kingdom involved with your problem. Well, Tyler at the time, Tyler and Amy, we didn't have any kids at the time, but we were really up to debt. <coughs> we had... <coughs> 
house note, car note. Um, you know, we, we weren't able to pay our bills on time. And it was, a, it was just a rough situation. Credit card debt, all right? It was just, I mean, we were making money, but we, we really were just not able to, you know, get out of debt. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was just a revolving door thing. And Amy and I, we had been confessing that we were debt-free for about three years before all this. And I read this book by Jerry Savelle, and he talked about that you can sow a seed for a need that you have and then believe God for a harvest. So I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> Everything else I'm trying, I'm trying doing is not working. Well, I, I had a big need, so I sowed a big seed. So half of my paycheck that, uh, that, in that month, sowed that seed, and lo and behold, three months later, the idea came to us that we should move to Columbia, South Carolina and sell our house at that time. It took 31 days for us to close on our house. We, because literally, as soon as we put the for sale sign, and we didn't even list it with anybody, as soon as we put this for sale sign in the yard, uh, kid you not, I had like 10 or 15 people calling me to want to make an offer. And we got into contract, sold the house, and trust me, we had more than enough money to pay off the house that we were living in Myrtle Beach. And more than enough money to pay off all the other debts that we had. And more than enough money. I think we had like something, $60,000, $70,000 left over. Just from all that. <laughs> okay. Kingdom. I mean, God supernaturally got us out. Because the Lord led us and you know, said, hey, I want you to sow half your paycheck. And trust me, I, I believe if, I'd, if I'm thinking about this right... Yeah, the, the, the increase off that, you know, seed was a hundred times. Yeah, how about that? There you go. And we got out of debt. I'll give you another example, okay? Another one. So here we are. <clears throat> I'm in uh, doing outside sales, doing a deal. And, you know, I'm not seeing this, you know, kind of big accounts closing for me. And I'm like, man, you know, I know the kingdom works and I just got to get the kingdom involved. I just got to look for an opportunity for me to sow. Now, I could have easily just sown, you know, uh, money into a ministry. I could have done that, but I didn't feel led to do that. I felt led, actually, an opportunity opened up where I could go and help another uh, fellow uh, sales rep, you know, for me to actually sow into them. Okay? And... As I did that, the gentleman, and this was his largest account, okay, his largest account, and he was an account manager, and I was a hunter, and I, I literally was, you know, I was opening up small little bitty accounts, but it just wasn't big accounts, and so I decided that he needed help with one of his largest accounts at a, you know, for a conference that they were actually doing, and this, this was a very large account, okay, we're talking where it's got well over, 
you know, three or four thousand, you know, white collar workers at it. Okay. And they have this conference. He needs help setting up this booth and also, you know, attend, uh, go answer any kind of questions for any kind of buyer that comes through. So I'm like, okay, yep, I'll, I'll sew my time into you, John. I'll call him John. So, so my time into you happily, and I'm going to believe for a bigger, a big account to come to me. Well, as I sewed this time into him, um, I just, I just did it with a good attitude. And isn't it interesting that about a couple months later, I landed one of the biggest accounts that I think I had ever opened up at that time of my little sales career at, at the outside sales where the, this company had about, you know, multiple locations in multiple states. And, you know, they were, this was a complex setup. And, but guess what? <laughs> God opened it up and brought in a harvest for me to open up this big account, which obviously helped uh, pro- propel me into this, you know, next stratosphere. Actually, I think there may have been two or three other accounts that came about because of that. Just wasn't this one large one. I just, I just remember that one large one that came in, you know, to me that helped propel me. Now, why did that happen? Great question. Glad you asked. As you can see, the whole process of the kingdom working. I took my time. There was an opportunity. I took my time. It was a sacrifice. I mean, because I could have went out, been going out, calling on customers. I, I, I mean, you got to understand, you know, when you're in sales or when you're doing these types of things, this is, this is stuff that happens. You can go out and call, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to sell my time into this. You know, and I did sell my time into, into this gentleman. He was very appreciative, stayed there the whole entire time, the whole day. And I believed that God was going to bring, you know, a supernatural increase into my life. And you know what? He sure did. He sure did. Huh? What you think of success as community? I hope your wheels are turning. Just there saying, man, I got to get the kingdom involved in my life. Well, you want to know how you do that? You start seeking the kingdom and the king, spending time with him, figuring out where you can sow, you know, money or your time into different places. And I guarantee you opportunities will start to open up. And you'll have time, you'll, man, that's kingdom process right there. I mean, you, you go, I mean, you look at all the, the three examples, four examples I just gave you from my own life, from actually Jesus' life. I mean, I could go, I go down the list of different examples in the word. I think the woman of Zarephath, you know, um, basically sowed her last meal into Elisha. And because she did that, some really awesome things happened from that. Go and read, you know, in either first or second, first or second Kings about that. So, success as community, I'm done. I'm done walking. I've already walked plenty enough. This has already been 20 minutes. But, you know, I gave you just examples. I gave you real life things that, 
you need to start looking for if you want to, you know, move your life forward in an exponential way into the kingdom way and stop relying on, you know, your own way of thinking or how hard you're working, you know, because trust me, if you're working, you know, your bone yourself to the bone and you don't have to do that. All right. You do not have to do that. I promise you that you do not have to do that. All right. God doesn't require that of you. I'm just showing you from a practical standpoint of what it looks like, you know, what I've done and what I see working in my life. So you can give some, just some practical examples, you know, sit there thinking, okay, maybe in my whatever, you know, it could be your job. You know, you might be an engineer and, you know, your engineering job is like, okay, how can I do that? Well, maybe, you know, a team that you have no, no ties to and doesn't affect your production. Maybe you go in there and sow your time into that other team or sow your expertise into that other team and help them out <laughs> and, you know, name that seed, you know, that whatever need you have. Remember what Jerry Savelle talked about with uh, that book, The God of Breakthrough Will Visit Your House. If you have a need, you sow a seed. Okay? If you have a need, you sow a seed. So, success as a community, know that you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs on you, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side.